Welcome everyone to Kingdom Rock Radio. We pray that you will enjoy today's message. Now here's a sample of what you'll be hearing today. What you have received in your heart, the seeds or the words that you receive in your heart will produce, it will sprout out and it will produce an atmosphere. Just like if I gave you a a pack of uh, rose seeds, rose bush seeds, right? And you put those seeds in the ground, after a while those will begin to sprout and you will smell the sweet aroma of roses all around you. Kingdom Rock Radio is an outreach ministry of Kingdom Rock Family Worship Center located right here in Bremen, Georgia. You can connect with us at our website at www.kingdomrock.org. And now, here is today's message. Well, welcome back, everybody. Welcome to another service right here at Kingdom Rock Family Worship Center. We're going to have a great time in the Lord Jesus. And I'm so thankful that you decided to join me today. Wherever you're listening or watching all around the world, we want you to know that Jesus loves you so very much. Choose him as your Lord today. Only he can make a way. So we're going to have another exciting time. As you know, we've been in a series entitled The God Life. This is part number four, and we're subtitling this, The Heart Matters. The Heart Matters. And you're going to see this in the Word today. I pray that today we are in anticipation of miracles, signs, and wonders. Glory to God. You don't have to be a victim of circumstances anymore. The Lord has already created a wonderful future for you. He already has wonderful promises uh, that we're going to walk in and we're going to live the abundant life that Jesus spoke of. Not just uh, after everything goes away, all the bad things go away. No, we're going to live an abundant life right now because God's word is more powerful than your circumstance. Let me say that again. God's word is more powerful than your circumstance. Glory to God. So we're going to have a great time today. All right. In this series, we're going to decree a thing and it's going to be established. So let's go back to the book of uh, Job, Job 22, verse 28. And it says this, thou shalt also decree a thing and it shall be established unto thee and the light shall shine upon thy ways. Glory to God. So we're going to make decrees. We're going to declare what the Lord said, and we're going to see his light shine upon our lives in great and glorious measures. In this time of darkness, that's all over the world. You're going to see how God's light will arise and shine upon you, and your life is going to be better. Glory to God. I like what we say here sometimes. Better is here and better is coming. And that starts with the word of God in your life. So this series comes with a confession and we've been just declaring the word of God in front of us, just declaring the word. And we're going to continue to do that. So as we declare the word of God today, won't you join me in speaking this boldly? Speak it with confidence. And I'm telling you, as we continue to do this, changes will happen. Good things will happen. The word of God and the will of God will take place in your life. This is awesome. So let's go ahead and declare these, okay? I am a child of God and a joint heir with Christ. I don't have to be broke, sick, worried, or sad another day of my life. 
I believe I receive the abundant life Jesus has laid up for me. I cast all my cares unto the Lord because he cares for me. Therefore, I live a carefree life of peace and blessings. I am victorious through Christ Jesus and the powers of darkness are now under my feet. I am no longer a victim of circumstance. Today, I decree I am an overcomer. All my sins have been washed away and I have constant peace and communion with God the Father. God is for me and I obey his voice. Therefore, his blessings are overtaking me right now. <laughs> Glory to God right now. And of course, we have scriptures backing up all of these confessions. You can check them out on our website at any time for those of you that are that are actually listening by way of podcast and radio. Just go to our website at kingdomrock.org. Those of you that are viewing, well, you've already seen them there. So let's continue to declare the word of God day after day over our lives. So again, we want to speak from the subject today of the heart matters. The heart matters. Let me tell you some things that the Lord dealt with me about a few days ago. He said to me that every fault, every feeling, every action can be traced back to a word. You may find yourself sometimes uh, and you're angry and you're feeling angry and you don't know why you're angry or maybe you're sad and, and don't know why you are sad. Well, that sadness or that anger or maybe even some joy, hopefully joy, right? All of that can be traced back to a word that you received. Words create thoughts. Thoughts create feelings. And these thoughts and feelings create beliefs. And beliefs shape your actions. And if we continue in those actions, we're going to see an impact in our day-to-day -day lives. But it all starts with a word. Somebody said something. And you receive that something that they said and it impacted your heart and it stayed there in your heart and it produced a feeling. It produced a thought which went to a belief, then belief shaped actions. You may say, well, I don't know why I just don't like so and so. I don't know why I used to, but I don't know why I don't like him now because of something that was said, something that was said or I just love you. I just I just I just I just love you because of something that was said. Something that was said every again, every thought, every feeling, every belief, every action can be traced back to a word. Why does so and so act that way? Maybe because when he was growing up, mom and daddy or somebody influential in his life kept telling him that he was nothing or nobody. He didn't have someone reinforcing positive words, the word of God over his life or over her life. And so now they're acting out the words that were implanted into their heart. We're going to talk about that today. The heart matters. It matters. You and I are creatures of words. 
God spoke us into existence. You know, we existed in the mind of God. You know, you're not here by accident or coincidence. You are thought in the mind of God and he released you into the earth for a purpose and with a purpose to bring forth his word. I love the way the Bible talks about Mary, you know, Mary, the mother of Jesus. She received a word from father. That word, of course, was Jesus Christ. She received that word, believed that word, I'm telling you, and she brought forth the word and the word that she brought forth, the Lord Jesus, released other words. And we are here today because of the words that he released. Glory to God. You heard words preached about Jesus. You heard the gospel and you believe you believe the gospel. So that word that you heard and believed you began to say with your mouth and you began to walk in the fruit of it. We talked about that last time with Romans 10, 9. If you believe in your heart and confess with your mouth, the Lord Jesus, you shall be saved. So the heart mouth relationship, or rather we can say the, the ear, the heart and the mouth relationship is one that will echo you or usher you, should I say, one that will usher you into the God life. It matters what's in your heart. So going back, every thought, feeling can be traced. Every belief action can be traced back to a word. We are creatures of the word. You and I were designed by God to bring forth God's word in the earth, to manifest his will in the earth. Jesus told us to to proclaim that, to pray that. He told us to pray, Our Father, which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done in earth as it is in heaven. So look at that. Jesus gave us words to speak, to bring forth Father's word or his will in the earth. Remember, his word is his will and his will is his word. Jesus gave us words to say, we call them prayers. He gave us this prayer, these group of words that we will say that we will get into our hearts and believe in our hearts and we will say them and it will produce father's will in the earth. Are you getting that? This is so awesome. We were created to house a word. Remember in the very beginning, God created man or at least the flesh of man from the dust of the earth from the ground, right? From the ground. Now think about a seed principle. The seed principle is simply this. Once a seed goes into the ground and if it remains there, it will bring forth fruit. It will bring forth the harvest. It will bring forth more of its own kind. It will manifest what was programmed in the seed. Okay. The seed principle. If a seed goes into the ground and remains it will sprout, it will bring forth. You and I uh, were made of the dust of the earth. We were made of the ground. We were created to house a word from God and bring that word forth, just like Mary did. The Father will speak a word over your life. He may say, I called you to be a preacher. I called you to be a teacher. I called you to be a senator. God bless you. I'm telling you, I called you to be a fireman. I called you. I called you to be a business owner. He, he will speak a word over your life. I called you to be a mother. Glory to God. I called you to do this or to do that. He will speak a word over your life and we will 
receive that word. If we receive that word, that word will bring forth and then we will begin to see it. We'll begin to walk in it. And the words that he gives you, or we can say the seeds that he gives you, is not just for you, but someone else will be blessed because you bring forth the promise that God gave to you. Glory to God in the highest. You may be called to be a millionaire. Oh my goodness, how many lives will you bless and touch as you endeavor to do what God says and go into business? This is so awesome. All right, so let's talk about the seed principle just for a few moments. Now let's go, as a matter of fact, in um, Luke, the eighth chapter, Luke 8, verses 11 through 15. Now, as we're getting Luke 8, verse 11 through 15, let me say this one more time. You and I were created to receive a seed, receive a seed, and bring forth that seed. Now, that seed is God's word. We were created to bring forth a word. Now, a seed is a seed, no matter what the source. Okay? We can receive a seed from the kingdom of light, from the kingdom of God, the kingdom of light. We can receive that seed and it will bring forth blessings into our lives. A blessed seed will bring forth blessings. But as the same token, we can receive seed from the devil, from the uh, demonic kingdom. We can receive that seed of negativity, of hate and and intolerance. We can receive that seed from the enemy and it will bring forth cursings. As general, as a general rule, general rule, if you receive a blessed seed, a positive seed, a positive word, it will bring forth positivity and blessings in your life. But at the same time, if you receive a cursed word, a negative word, it will bring forth curses and negativity in your life. Your life, and hear this, your life will become full with the words that you have received. Your life will manifest the atmosphere, uh, the atmosphere of what you have received in your heart. What you have received in your heart, the seeds or the words that you receive in your heart will produce, it will sprout out and it will produce an atmosphere. Just like if I gave you a, a pack of uh, rose seeds, rose bush seeds, right? And you put those seeds in the ground, after a while, those will begin to sprout and you will smell the sweet aroma of roses all around you. Think about that for a moment. If you planted a lot of rose bushes all around your house, well, again, they started as a seed, but now the atmosphere all around your house, you smell the freak, the, the sweet fragrance of roses because of the seeds that were received that grew up, created an atmosphere all around your house. By the same token, if you receive a lot of negative words, either from the news or from friends, relationships, uh, social media posts, if all of those negative words, those negative seeds gets in your heart, it's also gonna grow up. And I'm not sure if you, uh, please forgive this, okay? There's no such thing as a poop tree. Mm, sorry, <laughs> I said forgive me. But that will grow up and you'll have all that stench all around your house. Well, that stench will be there because of the words that we have received. You know, you can see it on the negative and you can see it on the positive side. 
Let me give this example before we go into Luke 8. Or rather, yeah, Luke 8, the 8th chapter. I recently went to, it was a Friday night, I was going to, to get something to eat for my family. I didn't really want my wife to cook. She's an excellent cook, but I wanted to give her the night off. Praise God. I love my wife. But as I went into first, the first restaurant uh, to get some food for my family, and uh, I had to go to two, two places, I went into the first, and when I walked in, there was an atmosphere of anger and rage. You know, it's just confusion as I walked in the door. You know, you can feel that sort of stuff. You walk in the door. And sure enough, now the drive through line was all around the building. So it was very packed, very hectic. So I, that's why I decided to go in because the drive through was all around the building. But anyway, went in there. It was just terrible atmosphere. Uh, the lady at the counter was talking to, I guess, another customer on the phone. And she let off a blip, 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 some sort of a nasty curse word and sort of slammed the phone down. I said, whoa, my goodness, what's going on in here? I felt an atmosphere, a stinking, ranking atmosphere. And I couldn't wait to, to, I had get out, to get out of there. What did I do? I, you know, I had my mask on, so I began just to pray. Lord Jesus, Lord Jesus, I, I release your peace in this house. I release your will in this house. Praise God. I began to pray for that lady. Got my food and got up out of there. Well, I had gone to the next place, hoping, I'm sure I had better experience over there. Went over to the next place, and uh, when I got in there, it was another negative atmosphere. Now, the, I think the shift supervisor was arguing, arguing with the person at the counter. And they were saying some big time curse words. Blip, blip, blip. I'm like, oh my Lord. Blip, 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 blip. And it ended out with, a, with the shift supervisor told the young lady, just get your stuff and get out. Whoa. Yeah, I'm praying, oh, Lord Jesus, have mercy, have mercy. The blood of Jesus, the blood of Jesus. I even began to, to worship because my food still wasn't ready when I got there. But that's another story altogether. I'm saying that because the atmosphere can be charged negatively by words, by words. When people walk in, whoa, what's going on here? Words can charge the atmosphere. You can feel it when you get in. And negatively charged atmospheres draw demonic powers, draws negative things. Almost anything can happen in a negative atmosphere. It's like flies attracted to, yeah, it's like flies attracted to it. it they can't help but come when there's a negatively charged atmosphere. But at the same token, by words, us speaking words, the word of God over our lives, you begin to positively charge the atmosphere. You begin to bring the atmosphere of heaven all around you. Hallelujah. This is a part of that seed principle because again, think about, about the rose example I gave you, the roses taking those seeds, planting them all around the house, Rose bushes comes up and you smell sweet, an atmosphere of sweet roses all around your house because of the seeds that you received. By the same token, when you receive the seed of God's word into your heart, it will create an atmosphere of goodness all around your life. And it will attract the angels. It will attract love. 
it will attract grace to your life. Positive people will be attracted to you. Hallelujah. When you fill your heart with God's word and you release it. Let's go ahead and look at Luke, uh, Luke, the eighth chapter, Luke eight, verse 11 through 15. I think we're doing very good today. I pray you're getting this. I'm excited. You can kick your leg out. Come on, let's kick, 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 kick. Hallelujah. Oh, this is a great, great, great day. All right. So let's go into it. I'm going to read again, Luke eight, verse 11 through 15. And this is how it's how it reads. And I love the way the Lord Jesus starts it off here in verse 11. He says, this is the meaning of the parable. The seed is God's word. So again, the seed is God's word. Now, as we go into this, I want you to understand something. Jesus is about to talk about how God's word is a seed that will enter into our hearts or different conditions of our heart. Now, he's talking to a large group of people. And some of the people there are receiving God's word and some are not. Some are just casting it aside and we'll see the, the different parts of, of different people. But this but this is also the condition of our hearts. It can be the condition of our hearts. So in a moment, we're going to talk about seed sown on the wayside and stony ground and among thorns. All of this is actually conditions of our hearts and it gets down to the 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 heart that has good soil, good, rich soil. Now, all of these things, the um, all of these different things that we're talking about, all of, the, all of these different characteristics of the heart, the wayside, the stony ground, the thorns, thorny ground, the thorny ground and the good soil. All of these are are different types or different conditions of the heart. Okay. Now, these different conditions of the heart can either, well, in this case, it will definitely prevent God's word from producing. It will definitely prevent that rose bush from coming up, so to speak, unless we have good ground. All these conditions that we talked about, these wayside, the, the stony ground, and the thorn, thorny ground. All of these are conflicting. They're all conflicting thoughts, conflicting beliefs. These are things that war against the word of God and prevent them from producing in your life. Let's go ahead and read this. Let's go ahead and read it. This is just powerful. It says again, verse 11, this is the meaning of the parable. The seed is God's word. The seeds that fell on the footpath represent those who hear the message only to have the devil come and take it away from their hearts and prevent them from believing and being saved. The seeds on the rocky soil represent those who hear the message and receive it with joy. But since they don't have deep roots, they believe for a while then they fall away when they face temptation. The seeds that fell among the thorns represent those who hear the message. But all too quickly, the message is crowded out by the cares and riches and pleasures of this life. And so they never grow into maturity. One more time. And so they never grow into maturity. Verse 15. And the seeds that fell 
on the good soil represent honest, good hearted people who hear God's word, cling to it and patiently produce a huge harvest. King James says they produce some 30, some 60, some 100 fold. So when the seed goes in, if it has if there's nothing warring against it, it will bring forth uh, the harvest that it was um, the harvest that it should. Okay, now all of God's word as as the Lord sows it into our hearts, if our heart is not ready for it, if our heart is not cultivated again, it won't bring forth because there are conflicting thoughts and beliefs. Now, there are different words that God can give us and some can be readily received by good ground and some may not be received. Just like I said, well, today we're going to talk about money. And just like that, when I said money in this church context, money, I said it again, some walls have gone up and some people are, oh, I don't want to hear talk about that. I want to talk about that. What's happening? That's the seed of God's word that has fallen among the wayside or stony ground. It's a stony heart. Uh, The word doesn't penetrate there or it falls among thorns. All those things, the the, the thorns, the stony ground of the heart and the wayside, all those are conflicting thoughts and beliefs that choke the word. They will not allow the word to take root and, and take root in this person's life. But if I said God wants us in the word of love, well, maybe we huh, walls fall down and you can receive this word of love. But what if I talk about forgiveness? God sends a word about forgiveness. Oh, pastor, you don't know what they did to me. You have no clue. I'm not sure. Right? There's warring against that word. Now, God sends a word to deliver you. The Bible says that he sends his word and heals them and delivers them from their destruction. When God sends a word like he is now, he's sending a word, this seed into your heart to heal and to deliver. Why aren't we experiencing more healing and deliverance in our lives, in our marriages, in our finances, in our relationships? Because there are conflicting thoughts, conflicting views, conflicting feelings or conflicting words that we've received that war against the word of God. And it will not allow the word of God to to deeply root into our hearts. That's why the Bible says we've got to guard our hearts. Because if our hearts are already filled with negative mess, then the word of God is never going to take root as it should. Now, how do you get the word of God in you? Even when you heard the word, and you know, it's true. You heard it. But but it's like it, it just won't happen. Well, we've got to begin to meditate on that word. Say it over and over again. Pray on that word. Study that word. And the more you say it, pray it and study it, meditate on it. Guess what happens? It begins to break down those thorns, begins to uproot all the rocks. It begins to do that. And then your heart becomes good fertile ground for that seed to be received. Does that make sense? All right. Let's look at that. Let's look, as a matter of fact, at Proverbs 4, 20. Proverbs 4 and 20. As the Bible says, the Lord says, hey, you've got to guard your heart. Uh, The King James, it says, for out of it are the issues of life. And I want to read this to you out of this version of the Bible here, out of the New Living Translation. So let's look at this. Proverbs 4, verse 20 says, My child, pay attention to what I say. Listen carefully to my words. 
Don't lose sight of them. Keep them, rather, let them penetrate deep into your heart. You hear that? You've got to allow the word of God to penetrate deeply into your heart. You want to see it come forth? You want to see healing and deliverance come forth? Then we've got to allow the word to come to penetrate deeply into our hearts. That is, receive it. Don't allow the word to have any conflicting views or don't allow anything else to war against the word that's in your heart. Okay, got me? All right. It says, let them penetrate. I love that. Let it. Let them penetrate deep into your heart. For they, if it does, for they bring life to those who find them and healing to their whole body. If you let God's word penetrate deeply, just receive it. Just say, Lord, I receive your word. I open up my heart right now. Just like Mary said, the mother of Jesus, she said uh, to the angel Gabriel, she said, and to the Lord, she said, behold, the handmaid of the Lord, be it unto me, even according to your word, no conflict, nothing warring against it. She had a question. How can this be seeing I, I know not a man? She sought understanding. She heard the word and she sought to understand it. Once that was settled, hey, let it happen, Lord. Let it happen. She wasn't saying, uh, given this question and doubt and unbelief, she just needs to know. Lord, how can this happen? I just want to know. I'm a virgin. I know not a man. How can I bring forth a child when I haven't, uh, when I haven't had uh, relations with a man? How can this be? Then the angel told her, the angel told her, of course, hey, the Holy Spirit's going to come. All right, got it. Let's move it. Let's do it. Here I am. Let it come to pass in my life. So we've got to do that same thing with God's word and just say, Lord, as a matter of fact, let's say it right now. Just say, Lord, behold, I am your servant. I am your child. Let your word come to pass in my life, even as you have said in Jesus name. Amen. Amen. So that goes with it when the word is difficult or when the word is easy. Let it penetrate deeply into your hearts. All right, come on, let's we have to close out shortly. Let's go ahead and continue on here. Verse 22 says again, for they will bring life. Rather, verse 22, one more time, for they bring life to those who find them and healing to their whole body. Verse 23 is our warning. Guard your heart above all else, for it determines the course of your life. Avoid all perverse talk. Stay away from corrupt speech. Stay away from those negative words. Stay away from those who always got something horrible to say. Stay away from that. Avoid it. Avoid it. Don't allow their negative words, their negativity to penetrate your heart. Because remember the seed principle, no matter what the source of the seed if the negative penetrates your heart, if their words of fear penetrate your heart, then you will be fearful. If their words of anger penetrate your heart, then you will be mad. Have we seen this before? Sure we have. You may go into work and having a, you're having a great day, or maybe you've gone into church and you're having a great morning, but then you meet up with somebody that is just nasty and they're saying some terrible words and they get you all riled up. What happened? You received their words in your heart. And remember, the words, a word that is sown in the heart creates a thought. Thoughts create feelings and feelings, beliefs and beliefs 
actions. I believe I need to act. I should be angry too. And all this stuff is happening because you met up with somebody who was carrying an atmosphere around them, a negative atmosphere around them of words, and you received it. But we can do that also in the kingdom of light and be positively charged and release the presence of God everywhere we go. Let's do a couple more than we can close out today. OK, let's go. Let's look into uh, Matthew 15, Matthew 15, verse uh, 16 through 20. And this is how it says, how it reads here. Don't you understand yet? Jesus asked. Anything you eat passes through the stomach and then goes into the sewer. But the words you speak come from the heart. That's what defiles you. For from the heart come evil thoughts, murder, adultery, all sexual immorality, theft, lying, and slander. These are what defile you. Eating with unwashed hands will never defile you. Do you see that? The Lord said that verse number 18 again, he says, but the words you speak come from the heart. So here's your first indicator. You wonder what kind of seed is in your heart or what the condition of your heart is. Remember, the heart matters. You don't need an x-ray machine to tell you. All you have to do is listen to the words that come out of your mouth. Your words will tell you the condition of your heart and the condition of your heart. Uh, that's the seeds that you have received. And that's what you've been having. If your life is constantly negative, if you're if you're weak and sickly, if things constantly go bad for you, then we need to look at what other words that we're that we're saying. What words have we received? If we're saying my life is terrible because so and so, if they would straighten up, then I'd be better or my life would be better as soon as all this virus stuff goes away. And so I'll be better as soon as that. If you're saying as soon as that happens, you'll be better. As soon as they straighten up, you'll be better. Within well, all that says is that you're a victim. Uh, please, please forgive me. But all that says is that you're a victim. If you're waiting on them to straighten up before so, so you can straighten up, then no, you're under your victim of circumstance. No, God gave you authority and power. Remember, Jesus didn't tell you to speak about the mountain. He told you to speak to the mountain, speak to the situation. He gave you the power of change and it's in your very own mouth. He gave you the key. Hearing the word, believing that word and declaring that word will shape your reality, will shape your reality. But what's in your heart? What's in your heart? If you're waiting on them to change, and believe me, some folk, please forgive me, won't ever change. That's between them and God. But they don't have to change in order for you to have a change. Oh, my God. Did you hear that? They don't have to change in order for you to have a change. The Lord can change you now, change your situation now in the midst of it. He can give you growth and prosperity and good things now. Glory to God, even apart from them. Now, we're going to continue to pray for them. Amen. Yes. But you can have an abundant life no matter where you are or what's going on. He has you. Let's look at a couple more. Then we're going to close out today. Look what the Bible says here in Matthew 12. We do a little bit of reading. Matthew 12, verse 33. 
It says a tree is identified by its fruit. If a tree is good, its fruit will be good. If a tree is bad, its fruit will be bad. You brood of snakes. How can you rather? How could evil men like you speak what is good and right? For whatever is in your heart determines what you say. A good person produces good things from the treasury of a good heart, and an evil person produces evil things from the treasury of an evil heart. And I tell you this, you must give an account on judgment day for every idle word you speak. The words you say will either acquit you or condemn you, or by your words you'll be justified, and by your words you'll be condemned. Now, the Lord says again, Whatever's in your heart, your mouth's going to speak. And whatever's in your, and whatever you speak, let me say it again. Whatever's in your heart, your mouth will speak. And whatever you speak, you will eventually see. You will have what you say. You will have what you say. So if doom and gloom is in your heart, you're going to say it and you'll have it. If negative is in your heart, you're going to say it and then you're going to have it. If the word of God is in your heart, you're going to say it, then you're going to have it. Whatever you consistently say on a regular basis will create an atmosphere around you. If you're saying words of blessings because words of blessings are in your heart, then you're going to have blessings around you. But if you say words of cursings because cursing is in your heart, then you're going to have cursings around you. You see, today can be the first day of a complete change of life. Your life may be filled with negative, but today you can make a decision that that will end today. It will end today and it will end because you embrace this God life. You say what he says and produce an atmosphere of blessings all around you. Agreeing with God, not allowing your heart to war against the things of God. No, but agreeing with him. Lord, your word is true and I submit to your word and I'll have what I'll say. Glory to God. Well, that's all the time we have today. I pray that you are blessed by today's word. And uh, before we go, I want to pray with you because this can be quite a transition. As we've been saying so much negative and around so much negative, we've allowed so much negative to get in us. We say negative and because we say negative, we keep having the negative. No, it's time to create a transition and declare what God says. So even when you hear the negative things, you're around the negative things, we're going to say what God says. And eventually we will see what we've been saying on the positive side. Amen. All right. We're going to change from dark to light. Walk with God. Let's pray. Father, I thank you in Jesus name for this time that you've given us to gather on your word. Lord, I pray that you would give grace to my friend as they have heard your word grace to hear, grace to believe, and grace to speak. Lord, I pray that you would continue to give them guidance and direction and that you, Holy Spirit, would comfort them in their hearts. Comfort them, comfort them, and give them the revelation of what Jesus is saying to us even right now, that their lives can, can completely change, can, can be completely changed. And Lord, if, it, if there's any sick watching, Lord, I declare by the stripes of Jesus, they are healed and delivered. For I declare, Jesus, that you are wounded 
for their transgressions. You were bruised for their iniquities. The chastisement of their peace was upon you. And with your stripes, I decree and declare that they are healed in the name of Jesus. I command cancer to dry up in the name of Jesus. Oh, Lord God, I declare healing, divine healing at this very moment to go out to your people. Touch them right where they are. Touch, heal, and deliver in the mighty name of Jesus. We declare your word, Father, and we declare it done in Jesus' name. Amen. All right, my friend. Thank you so much for watching today. I believe that you have received your miracle. Praise God. So join us on our website at uh, kingdomrock.org. It's there that you can hear uh, this entire series, entire series, or even watch or listen to this message again. And we have links on our website that will give you, that will take you to all the other places. And uh, so we will see you on the next time. We love you guys and we'll be praying for you. Oh yes, 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 yes. For those of you that want to partner with me, uh, I definitely want to pray with you specifically. I'm praying for everybody, but specifically for our partners. If you want to partner with me, uh, just go to our website and hit the give button and give into the ministry. Give whatever amount the Lord places on your heart. Connect with us uh, or write us a note in the, in the um, contact page there. And I'll be praying with you. Send your prayer request. All right. I want to pray with you specifically. I want to pray with you. Whether you give a dime or not, I want to pray with you. So please let me be in agreement and pray with you about what's going on in your life. And I know that deliverance will come. Amen. All right. Until next time, remember that Jesus loves you. And so do we. Choose him as your Lord today. Only he can make a way. All right. Remember, kingdomrock.org. Check us out kingdomrock.org. Send, send in your prayer request today and your love gifts if you have one. God bless you. See you next time. Bye-bye. Well, we pray that you were blessed and encouraged by today's message. Don't forget, you can connect with us at our website at kingdomrock.org. It's there that you can hear today's message as well as the entire series. So check it out today. Until next time, remember that Jesus loves you and so do we. Choose him as your Lord today. Only he can make a way. We'll see you on the next time.